All right, let's see if our audio is coming back up now. See if people can hear us here. They couldn't hear us to begin with? So I guess they could. Audio is spotty. We're trying it again here. This is a complete disaster, the way it should be. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. They missed probably the best 15 minutes of content they could have ever gotten their entire lives. I think we did the best 15 minutes of content we've ever done in the first 15 here, you know, and, and, and all for nothing. I feel like we should probably just chalk the whole thing up and just and just say... That's it. If you didn't get it, you never get to watch it again. And we don't post it anywhere. Nope. You saw what you saw, and that's just how it's going to be. You can talk about it on Twitter and Reddit later on, you know? You don't get the insights to exactly what we had. Yeah, you're going to have to go follow the subreddit to find out exactly the, what we're talking about. All the hard-hitting facts. All right. So anyway, uh, I guess we'll summarize everything by we want uh, NFL Blitz but MLB style. If they're going to just play 60 games and throw all tradition out the window – we want mm-hmm. to let them shoot up HGH right in the dugout. Well, that's pretty much what th- we came down to. I think Bryce Harper could probably hit 82 dingers in a 60-game season if he's doing the HGH, you know what I'm saying? Let me ask if our audio is better here. Who's giving us the feedback? So Tricky Dick and the cover-ups. By the way, best cover band in Cleveland. Shout out to Tricky pretty Dick good. and the cover-ups. Um, I can give it to him. I can give it up. Uh, and then also Casey in Cleveland, who is uh, our, our boy Casey, who always What's listens up? to every show. So I don't know. We'll see here. Hopefully, hopefully it is working. Um, but yeah, so if we're I coming through in crystal clear way, stereo, what's that? I said I was. I want to know if like my I'm coming through in crystal clear stereo yet. Did we get it sorted out? <laughs> well, you look good. That's for damn sure. I got that one. I got at least I got that base covered, you know. But I'm a triple threat guy, you know. That's why I have the camera and the mic going. You know what I'm saying? Come on. What, let me see that vest you're rocking today, by the way. So I got this hunting vest uh, for you know uh, at work the other day, and it's just I haven't I've I've been living in this thing. I, I don't take it off unless I'm taking a shower. What you have all the cool t-shirts in the world, and you pick the hunting vest? Why? Yeah, I don't know. It's warm, um, but it's not. It's not too cover. It doesn't cover me up too much, you know. I obviously have. It goes really well with the puka shell, you know. So I'm just, I'm, I'm rocking it the only way I can, you know. Every which way but loose. I respect it. I respect it. Yes. Okay. Anyway, back to baseball. Since it looks like I think we got our audio fixed up. If we didn't, let's go. Whatever. You're just watching our beautiful faces, I guess. Um, not a so, bad problem to have. Okay, come on. So the run was actually uh, we're going back to Long Gone Summer where. McGuire and Sosa were going for it. So if we're talking steroids, we want to go full-blown. Let's go back mm-hmm. to that 98 summer. Let's let everybody mm-hmm. inject themselves. Let's get mm-hmm. to, like, like beefed-up baseball players. Which, by the way, with this long of an offseason, let's be real. There's a whole bunch of guys who are already doing this anyway. Oh, yeah. Way. Yeah, yeah. So let's go to catch let's go up on lost time, you know. Full beefed-up summer, but we need a hero like Ken Griffey Jr. Because I feel like in 98, at least for me, Mm-hmm. Ken Griffey Jr. was the hero who was trying to slay the dragons that were the meatheads of Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. Now, I, for one, was not a though. huge. I was not a huge McGuire Sosa fan. Maybe you were. I don't know, but I was a huge. I Griffey was fan. not. No, Griffey all the way. Was that because we you could relate more to? I, I don't know how we could relate to Griffey anyway because he's one of the most naturally gifted baseball players to ever walk the face of the earth. I just like the fact that he played for the Mariners. You know, like the whole Seattle angle, like uh, just the kingdom, all that stuff. You know, I don't know. He had the most natural swing. I know this is said by every sports show ever. Um, but more important really to me... You really think he had than, the best swing, though? Come on. If you watch it, it's pretty... Actually, I don't know if it was the best swing. He had the best follow-through and bat drop. I can get, definitely give him that. Okay, I'll give you the bat drop. I, I, I can give you the bat drop. And I'm not trying to speculate that he's not even in that conversation of best swing. But I was just, I was just curious if he really is that good. So I got to put this up on the screen for the people because it wasn't just the swing that attracted me to Ken Griffey Jr. as a kid. I bet you there's people that remember this. It was the... 
poster I got out of Frosted Flakes, the Ken Griffey Jr. Kid Dynamite poster with like the field <laughs> exploding behind him. And it's like, no, his, I, I don't think I've seen that. His faux signature in the corner of it. And you got it out oh, of a man. Frosted Flakes box. And I went and looked it up today. They're like $20 if you want to go buy one. Okay. Now. Um, but I had that thing up in my bedroom on the wall. And I was, a hu- like I said, a huge Ken Griffey Jr. fan. Could not mm-hmm. stand, could not stand Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. So I got to tell you, where everybody else remembers 90 is a super fun season. And looking back now, it definitely was super fun. Mm-hmm. I hated it at the time when it was happening. Absolutely. <laughs> I absolutely hated those You guys. hated it. You couldn't stand it, huh? Couldn't, could not stand it. You were, how old were you when that was going on? Because I was in eighth grade when that was going on. So I was, I was yeah, I was 10. So I was probably like, what, fourth grade? Something like that. And that's right in your like big development years of becoming a fan of sports. Yeah, yeah like I, I was playing Little League. I was all, I was all into baseball. I was like, you know, me at my peak, you know, like whenever I was a kid, like as far as like my interest in baseball. So, yeah. Were you a home run hitter in uh, Little League? Uh, no, I was more of a, a base runner. So I'd always get doubles, triples, you name it. I got it. Were you the kid that like when the pitcher, like they could sub out the pitcher before the end of the inning so they would send Dave in to run for him? Like, yes, I would do that too. Yeah, you off the, yeah, a little speed to you. I, a little bit. I, I was very bad at base running, which is why I like doing it so much, just to get my skills better. Because I felt like that was the one deficiency I had back then. You know. Uh, any is there any positive in this for the Indians? Because I feel like there might be. I feel like if everyone's money gets fucked up enough, they might have a chance to re-sign Lindor, or the money uh, might oh, get fucked yeah. up enough that the Dolans might actually sell the team. Either way, home run. Hey. That'd be, that'd be a great thing. Hey, listen, I don't. Uh, I think the Indians can definitely make out well with this, especially if they're going to expand the playoffs to sixteen teams. Come on. So you think for the sure Indians, they get they better get in? Oh, they're obviously good enough to get in, even without the sixteen. But if it was just ten as is, they're good enough to get in there. But I mean, now it's they're pretty much a lock. It's just a matter of the schematics, you know, semantics. Okay, all right. So can I tell you how this could totally backfire on the Indians, which is something I don't think anybody's talked about yet. Okay, I don't lay it on me. I don't think I've considered this. All right, so they think there's a oh, there's a bad part to have this proposal that they have, the expanding from ten to sixteen teams in the playoffs. Well, yes, mm-hmm. that does open the door for the Indians to make the playoffs because sixteen teams is a a ton of teams to make the playoffs. You're adding uh, three more in each league. The problem yeah. with that is that it puts more teams in the playoff hunt. So if the Indians mm-hmm. are in the playoff hunt, but they're not a realistic World Series contender. That puts them in the predicament of not trading Lindor because they believe they can make the playoffs and there's always a chance if you make the playoffs and you know that whole deal. Um, right. The other thing it does, if they decide to trade Lindor, if they say, screw it, we need to get value for this guy either way, there's going to be less. There'll be there'll be more teams that are buyers, but I don't know how all-out teams are going to go because the money situation to go and trade for Lindor at the deadline. So while it may open up more teams, I don't think the price tag is going to be as high per team that they're shopping him for. That's what mm-hmm. I was considering this morning, where it could end up being a really a kind of a shitty thing for the Indians. Yeah, I guess when you put it that way, it would work against them as an organization, the, uh, whether or not the move Lindor, if that, then that's the kind of thing. So I can totally see that. That's very valid, for sure. But but then I think it would piss off fans even more if there's 16 teams that are going to make the playoffs. They're one of those 16 teams, and then mm-hmm. they still trade Lindor at the trade deadline. I think if I'm if I'm the Dolans... And I put myself in their cheap shoes. Mm-hmm. They're uh, what's like a Payless brand? Uh, what what kind of Payless uh, brand is the Dolans probably? Wear? 
Like I the four stripe uh, Adidas. It's not they're not Adidas, they're Fuddidas's and they're like the four stripe that's ones. That's right, the four stripes. Yeah. Four stripes for life. Or like the they're like the uh Air Force Ones, but they have no Nike check. Mm-hmm. Those there are the Dolan go. shoes. <laughs> that's that's what they wear. Um I if I'm them, I'm hoping that they don't expand the playoffs to sixteen teams. Because I feel like it just puts them in a terrible predicament. Now you are gonna get the revenue from playoff games, but is that's that's probably still not even gonna make up for all the games you're gonna lose throughout the regular season. Anyway, yeah, probably not, most likely. See now if the Indians just started right now, like this moment, and played out Today. the regu- rest of the season regular, they wouldn't even be mm-hmm. affected because nobody goes to the games before now. That's true. Yeah. I mean a day game like these days, like uh like this time of the season would probably get like what, eleven, thirteen. I mean, that's what they would announce. Okay, well, there you go. That's what they would announce. I'm not sure that that's exactly the, what they would get. but I've been to those games, okay? I know I know exactly what you Yeah, so there you go. Um, all right, so enough Indians talk. Uh, we'll see how that works out. I don't, it could have They could have come to a deal already. I'm not even sure. I haven't been on Twitter. It's like you were saying at the, at the top of the show. It's like an it's a ever, it's a evolving situation hour by the hour. You know, like it's currently happening. Like they're working on it, you know? And they're pissing everybody off. So just get <coughs> get baseball back on the field. However you got to do I'm it. I'm ready for it. Yeah, I just want to see some. I want to see some grown men playing catch. That's yeah, yeah. all. I want to see some grown men playing catch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So you actually, Dave, have some some big news that you have to put out there for people. You have launched a new web. You are a fashion icon in the city of Cleveland, correct? I, you know, yes. Don't let the puka shell and and the hunting vest fool you. Okay, that's absolutely the case. So what what's going on? What is this website you got going on? So I was, I've been working on a website for a while, uh, vintage clothing, to say the least. Uh, if you want to check it out, it is live, and you can purchase items. It's accessinternational.com. That's A-X-I-I-S, international.com. Two eyes, just like you and I. You know what I'm saying? I like that. So what is that? What's, I actually, why don't we just pull some stuff up? Do you have some stuff live you want to show first, or should I go to the... Uh, I have some stuff that I could show you. Yeah, did you, did, you, did you check out the website? What were some of the favorite uh, Browns right, so, pieces so, that you saw? Yeah, so I wanted to pull up some of these uh, vintage Browns pieces first. So we'll start off, I'm showing the people. Uh, it's the okay. vintage Browns oversized T-shirt, right? Okay. So this is, what, what, do you, what do you say, worn to perfection? That means it's like uh, so whoever whoever previously owned this item, they loved it. You know, you can tell by the way they, you know, it, it has many washes. It's very soft. You know, it's very warm, but not in a bad way. That's like the... the the kind of look it's worn but it's not worn out there's a difference keep that in mind okay? yeah and that's like your favorite t-shirt you would normally wear right it gets that nice yes. soft feel exactly and you're like you know this is this is exactly the way i need this shirt to be you know it feels great on body it's a great fit especially if you're a browns fan you can't really go wrong with any of the brown stuff that we have you know this brown shirt's badass it's got the stripes on the sleeve with the helmet and then on the main mm-hmm. part of this chest it's got the big browns helmet cleveland browns the two stars it looks mm-hmm. like something you would find in like your your dad's closet he hasn't worn in years and then you throw it's it out all the way in the back yep and compliments everywhere from everybody if you if you snag one of these style shirts because mm-hmm. people go and do their own thrifting and they have to go for months and months and months to find the stuff that you would normally find absolutely and that's and that's really the, the overall goal with the website i wanted to get the clothes that people want to them for better prices than they can get say on ebay or any other place you know i want to give them the better deal with a better selection all right, let's go to the next one here because I know people love these vintage Browns clothing. Um, let's go oh, yeah, to, they go wild for it. Uh, let's go to the uh, Love Them Dogs Vintage Crew Neck, and I love this, one, this crew neck. This one is awesome. Yeah, I, this one's a really good one. It's a little bit smaller, so it'd be for like a – even for me, I'm a smaller kind of dude. It's kind of tight on me, so it'd be better for, you know, uh, maybe if you were a little bit smaller, maybe a female could this would look great for a, a, a muni lot look. Whatever the case may be, this one's awesome. Again, the graphic's a little bit cracked. 
because it is so old. It's from the 80s, I believe. I don't know if there's a date on it. I think it's 1986 or seven, perhaps. But again, it's uh, the integrity is still all there. You can totally tell what it is. It's it's great. I love that one. It looks so the dog actually looks like those dog statues that you see in people's yards sometimes. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Like the little yes. Browns dog. Uh, that yep. one's that one's super badass. Uh, let's see what's the That's other one I pulled one. up here. This one is actually my favorite, and it's got some sentimental value. It's the 1989 okay. AFC Central Division champs crew. Nice. Uh, yes. This is badass. This one is. This one's like it's in like new condition. It's almost like somebody received it and they didn't really care about it and they just let it sit for 30 years and it's mine now. So we have that one up live on the site. The the graphic is perfect. It's it's like I said, it's like new condition. There's no stains. It's it's terrific. If you want any of these, Axis International, A-X-I-I-S, international.com. What I love about this this crew neck, Dave, is this yes. crew neck could possibly be spotted in any dive bar along um uh, along Vine Street in Eastlake, yeah, or in Parma, or uh-huh. possibly off uh, what's the one with the street with all the strip clubs over in the west? Um, uh, what is that name? Um, why is it escaping me right now? Maybe it's because I haven't been there, but I know I hear all about it. I don't know. It's where like there's a hundred really crappy strip clubs. <laughs> basically, that is yeah. the uh, uh, that's the um, that's the look it is. You could find someone's aunt wearing that at any one of them because it feels like an oh yeah an old Karen shirt. Basically, is what that absolutely. Feels like. And these old pieces, like I said, if you've never worn one, they they fit just they just fit differently. Like when I say that they don't make them like they used to, that's not like a fun cute phrase that I like to throw around. It's true. There's truth to that because they're just they really are built differently. They feel different on body. It's it's a different kind of thing, you know. All right, show me what else you got here, buddy. I want to see. So- um, I want to. I had a few pieces I want to show you. Since we're on the Browns, I have one here I picked up this week. Right. Southern California Browns backers, 1980s. Ooh. You can see that. See, I like that. I like. Yeah, that. this is this is cool. I like how it has the Hollywood like in the uh, in the glasses, the reflection. It's very very simple, very very soft. That one's really cool. What I like size that a lot. is that, by the way? This is. It's on a Hanes 5050. By the way, if you're a tag nerd like myself. It is a double XL, actually. Oh, okay. But it, yeah, so but it looks like it fits more like a, a modern uh, extra large. Okay, very nice. Very so that nice. Was, this one's cool. Uh, here's a piece. It's not sports oriented, but it is live on the website right now, available to purchase. This feel the wind all over print. There's like a photo of Travis Scott uh, in, in this exact shirt, I believe. You know, I don't know if that means anything to anybody, but you know, <laughs> this thing. <laughs> this thing's pretty hard. It's up on the the website for purchase. The yellow print, yeah, American Thunder. Like Feel that? It. I like that. That one's pretty hard. Um, this one, this one's super sick. I got this uh, last week. I have to show this to you. The Skid Row T-shirt with the cannibal zombie flesh eater, whatever you want to call it. This thing is from 1995. That's sick. I, I'm not even. I'm not even a big Skid Row fan, but this T-shirt is just bonkers, man. It goes so hard, and it's all over print. Takes up the entire front, as you can see. How uh, how much how much do you charge for a a shirt like that? Because there was that is now on my wish list, and then also the Miley Cyrus bangers shirt where she's yeah, that's up there. Yes, you know we have a lot of vintage T-shirts, but like Will just said, we do offer um, some modern retro stuff like that Miley Cyrus bangers tour T-shirt from 2014. That's up there. It's a medium, by the way. Which is my but size. This but this T-shirt, um, I got to be honest with you, I'm still, I still have to evaluate it, so I couldn't even really give you an idea on, on that particular one or the Browns one. Here's one. This one is not for sale. I have to show it to you because it's insane. I, I mean, you might have seen this on my Twitter. 
the original Marilyn Manson from 1995. That's awesome. On the on the Winterland tag, yeah. Look this one up on eBay sometime in the completed listings, and you tell me how cool this T-shirt is. You know what I'm saying? How much is that going for that on one, eBay? Do you really want to know? I really want to know. Uh, it just sold for three hundred and forty-nine dollars and fifty cents. But I'm not going to sell my. Yeah, I'm not going to sell mine because it's it's a, it's it's. I want this T-shirt. You know, this one's awesome. So I, I just had to show that one to you. Um, I got three more I want to show you. Well, I'm not yeah, trying to take go. up the entire show. These are. I got this one yesterday. This Miami Heat flamer. This lime green Miami Heat T-shirt. That's from sick. 19 1989. Their second year in the association. So nasty. Single stitch in Is all that the a right tag places. Tag at the bottom. Bottom of it too. Yeah, it's a nutmeg mills uh, piece. Yeah. Love that, dude. Yeah, this is just so sick. I love this T-shirt. I was going crazy when I found that one yesterday. I've seen um, similar shirts to that, but not not like that vintage. Um, but that's a yeah. very that's very much like super in college style right now. Everyone with the the neon. Um, I never see 80s shirts. I've never seen any like in person anyway any 1980s Miami Heat stuff. So that's cool, especially that it's lime green. That's not their color, you know. No, <laughs> yeah, so they it's lime so, green. I like it. Three more real fast. Well, I told you that I found a Len Barker t-shirt. Look at this. This is Whoa. the nastiest. This might be the nastiest t-shirt I've ever found. This is the this is from 1981, okay? 19 commemorating Len Barker's perfect game. It's a ringer and it's front and back. It's got the box score on the back. That and, is sick. uh everybody always talks about Len Barker's perfect game, and I always lost sight of the fact that it happened against the Blue Jays. A little FYI. I didn't, so, uh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> there you go. I didn't I, know until I looked at the. Yeah, I love that. That's a, that's the game that everyone pretends they were at. You know, like every. Oh yeah. Everybody. Myself included. It's a joke. Yeah. I just, every time it pops up on Twitter, I always tell people I was at the game because why not? But yes. Because <laughs> you were you born what, this, like eighty-seven. I was. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't it cool though? This is from. This is like from eighty-one. It's forty years old. I love this T-shirt. That will be on the website shortly. That one's um, sick. So A-X-I-I-S, international.com. International, really cool. yep. Yeah. Two more real fast. Got this one yesterday. More Browns flavor for you. That's badass. A little tor- tornado action, lightning, 1994. Why don't they it's make shirts like this anymore, Dave? Why, I don't know. so plain now. People want this kind of stuff. I don't get it. Like, yeah, this one's awesome. It's an extra large. And one more just to real fast. Actually, that is all. That's all the ones I wanted to show you. That's all that I well that was a hell of a so everything except for the Marilyn Manson and the Hollywood the, the Hollywood one still needs to be evaluated, you said. Yes, yes. So but the, the like I said, the site is live. You can go check it out, accessinternational.com. That's access with two eyes. And uh, let me know what you think. That's pretty badass. But yeah, tweet at him at members only, Dave. If you're interested in one of those shirts too, you can always uh, get some more info. I always me. retweet the uh, links for the Twitter and uh, access is on Twitter too and Instagram. So if you want to give him a follow, we always post new things. It's all good. Uh, you also were selling the butthole of the world versus the world shirt, which yes, I, I guess the, I might as uh, well throw that up there so people could see it because it's hilarious. Because uh, that was Rover's Morning Glory, right? It was Charlie who was selling those. Yeah, Chocolate Charlie. Um, we he he um, he came up with that idea, and we decided to host the uh, t-shirts on our website to kind of like usher it in, you know. And uh, yeah, it was well received. The butthole of the world versus the world t-shirts. That's pretty. It's pretty funny. I like that a lot. It was, it was it was a good time. I was I was actually on the Zoom call with the mayor the other day, uh, yeah, with, oh, the, with the press club, and uh, when they asked him about it, Sam Allard from Scene started dying <laughs> laughing. Luckily, my camera wasn't on, so I started dying <laughs> laughing. Uh, it was, yeah. and then like other people were giggling and all the other pictures, like it's like a bunch of like prestigious, you know, like 
Leon Bibbs in there and like Russ Mitchell, oh, and yeah. like uh, like all these people, like a, like a bunch of like new real real news people, are all like giggling over yeah. the word butthole because it's. <laughs> I mean, it is pretty funny. I would have lost it too if I would have saw Leon Bibbs chuckling to the word butthole. You know. <laughs> Um, all right, <laughs> before be we get out of here, we got to talk about this um, this story. I don't have an image for it, but it's absolutely insane to me. And it's not even recent. I just saw it on Twitter and felt I like we like should talk story. about it. Um, this is good. I'm going to read you through the, twe- tre- the thread here. Excuse me. Um, okay. In early 2014, this is a thread by uh, Chief Justice Keefe, which, by the way, is a hilarious name on Twitter. Um, <laughs> in early 2014, patrons of a Burger King restaurant on Pittsburgh's South Side began reporting suspicious food behavior from employees. Uh, Internet sleuths and local reporters quickly descended on the scene, right? So it's okay. got a little news story that says, bogus Burger King, question mark. Customers say Southside Restaurant isn't the real deal. Now, it says Burger King on the building. Uh, he say, goes so on it's, to actually say, in a, it's actually in a Burger King building. It's saying? in a Burger King building, which is super sketchy because its drive through is like in an alleyway with a roof over it. It's really sketchy. Okay, that's... It's really strange. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it says, now to be clear, this Burger King, regardless of its legitimacy, has always sucked, even more than Burger Kings normally do, which I take <laughs> offense to because I like me some BK. Uh, I like a rodeo cheeseburger just as much as the next. Amen, brother. Yeah. Uh, they, they still sell those? Yes, they do. They're, they're hidden deep on the menu. <laughs> he says, the covered drive through in an alley has always reminded me of those drive-up funeral homes, which, yes, it definitely does have a drive-up <laughs> funeral home vibe. But here's where it starts getting weird. People on okay. Reddit started sharing pictures of their meals, which appeared to be packaged in plain paper bags, Dixie cups, and served on generic brand buns. So, like, there's pictures of it's like it almost Store looks like a buns ra- and stuff like yeah, that. it's like a rally's bag, like a to-go <laughs> container you would get from like a normal restaurant, like styro- uh-huh. white styrofoam like plastic cups. Mm-hmm. They're like very which you know they don't have. That's not part of Burger King's. You know, like it's not their thing. You know, no, exactly. There's no no markings on any of these Burger King. <laughs> So customers allege that employees were buying food from the local grocery store and reselling it, uh, a scheme of dubious economic feasibility, which is true. There's not Mm -hmm. much markup in that. Uh, Right. Unconfirmed sightings of people in Burger King uniforms spotted in the frozen patty aisle abundant. (laughs) So there's people saying they're seeing Burger King employees buying frozen patties from the store. It said eventually in their Burger King outfits, in their Burger King outfits. Wow. So he says, eventually, local dirtbag news station WPXI, his words, not mine. I have no beef with WPXI, took up yeah, the case. Cool. Yeah, they're fine. Uh, revealing that the franchise's license had been revoked several months back. And like Japanese holdouts on a Pacific island, the employees refused to give up the cause, <laughs> continuing to serve subpar food to the service in their liege. It says employees continue to wear their uniforms, even as supplies of corporate branded merchandise ran out. Even alleging <laughs> stealing promotional material from other stores to keep the charade up. So they, so they would, would go to other Burger Kings and yes, somehow they go, they're going to rob other Burger stealing Kings. Stealing Whopper wrappers and stuff like that just to kind of keep keep it up as best they can. So, so then Yahoo <laughs> News gets a hold of this. Uh, to end this whole thing, Burger King actually came back and rebought the restaurant and made it an actual Burger King again. So the, okay, so they kicked all the bootleg stuff out. All the bootleggers are gone now, so it's not yeah. it's not a bootleg Burger King anymore. But if like I don't even notice how, know how you would notice it's a Burger King a bootleg Burger King because Burger King is already like the most bootleg of the fast food restaurants, is it not? 
I mean, it, it kind of is. I'm kind of right there with you. I feel like if I would have got just a, a regular white styrofoam cup, though, if I went through a Burger King, I would start to scratch my head. Like, hey, what's going on here? This isn't, you know, where's all the advertisements? Where's it? Where you, you, you're going to sell me on something. You know, where's the new burger? What's up? Yeah. I So I, I just can't get the picture out of my head of Burger King employees going in, ordering something from a different Burger King. And as the employees uh, there turn around to start making it, them just like grabbing as many things as they can and running out the door, like cups, napkins, <laughs> straws, like anything that's possibly like branded with Burger King. Barbecue just, sauce. Yeah. yeah any, just, like little is. packets. You know what I mean? Like anything they can. for the Happy Meal. Yeah. But I want to dive a little deeper yep. into this, Dave. What is the mentality behind a Burger King employee that, that goes to tell me that maybe this is a damn good company to work for if they're willing to go down with the ship and try mm-hmm. to keep it afloat even after the thing's underwater. So like, you know what? This makes too much sense. I have to do this for the right of this burger, this bootleg Burger King, you know? That's crazy. I don't know. I I, I think that'd be kind of cool to have ate at that place, though, you know? Like, just to say that I went through there when they were doing the bootleg stuff, you know, bootleg burgers, bootleg onion rings, whatever the case may be. I'd like to interview one of the people who worked there and find out what the thought process was. Like, did you have a, like... Uh, a very over the top, drill it in your head boss who wouldn't let you leave. Uh, you know, they just was like, no. And how, yeah, exactly. Because how does that dynamic work out? Yeah, how does that dynamic work out? People quit quit jobs all the time. I don't understand that. It's a really good, you know what? We should get to the bottom of this. That'd we be a good one. Should, this should be a party in the back podcast investigation because if you worked there and the boss was mm-hmm. making you do it and you just needed that job that bad, I guess that's one thing. But if the bosses left when they lost the license and like the regular workers band together and said, hey, they're like, no, what? This is ours now. Fuck that. We run this Burger King now. I'm this the captain. Our King. Yeah. I'm the captain. Uh, I, you know, I, I mean, that's honorable in my opinion. I mean, that's, that's actually pretty, that would make a great lifetime movie. I would watch that. All right. So this is what was going to be our first uh, documentary. I forget. Oh, it was going to be the a super movie, pimp one. Super yeah. pimp. We may have to bump yep. that back and start with a documentary on the Pittsburgh bootleg Burger King. Mm-hmm. That, that would be a really good one. I think we have two great projects already in the can. We just got to you know, get them out there. You know, It's all about just actually executing. That's all it is. Exactly. Ideas are everywhere. We just got to you know, follow through on these. You know, Just like Ken Griffey Jr. with that sweet swing. All right. Speaking of ideas, before we get out of here, um, I'm pulling the picture up. Old ass Bill and Ted. Good idea or bad idea? Because it's, the movie's uh, coming back out. You know what? I, I really wanted to talk about this, and I got to tell you, you know, they had Bill and Ted Day. Uh, what was that, last Tuesday or something like yeah. that? And my opinion on the Bill and Ted movie, the third one, uh, it's they waited too long. I feel like it's – I don't feel like it's a cash grab. I just don't know why they're doing it now. And I watched the trailer. doesn't even look really all that interesting to me. And I like it, Bill and Ted. I'm not looks, trying to hate on them. It looks terrible. It looks like yes. legitimately one of the worst movies anybody's put out in quite some time. Really bad. And Alex Winter, yeah, like uh, – I, I, I like the guy. He's, all of his movies are great. I've, most of the ones that he's been in, all of his roles are cool. But I just I just don't know why now. You know, I don't. It's it's not enough for me that they got Keanu Reeves to be back in it. You know, like uh, any of that stuff. It's just like who cares? I so feel did, like did anybody even want to see this movie? No, and I feel like this was just a complete play on Keanu Reeves is huge right now because of John Wick, and okay. we want to cash in on that. So mm-hmm. can we get him to sign up for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Sure. Mm-hmm. They look old. Screw it. Make it. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that they had a pretty decent budget. I was surprised. It was like 21 million. That was, I mean, that's not a lot at all, but like that was a lot for Bill and Ted three. I thought. All right. Why don't they give them 19 million 
Give us two million to make our two movies, and I mm-hmm. bet I guarantee you our two movies will be better than Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I I would take that bet. I would love to do that. Put the money where the mouth is. You know what I'm saying? All right. So are you you're gonna are you gonna see it at all? Like when it comes out on Netflix? Are you gonna go to no? I'm not even gonna and watch a bootleg. What are you doing? If if I saw it on Netflix, I would probably scroll past it many times and hear people talk about it on Twitter, and then I'd probably watch it eventually, three or four months after the fact. The only hope for that movie is that it's as bad as like a Sharknado. You like so I mean? bad it's good. I don't yeah. know if, uh, yeah. I mean, and they're using, didn't they, aren't they using George Carlin footage? Like they're repurposing old George Carlin footage from like the other movies, like to put him in this one too? I believe so, yes. I think I, I heard that or I might have read that in passing. They're like using the old footage, just repurposing it. I think that's kind of, kind of a cool idea if they're actually doing that. That's cool. I hope it's terrible. I hope it's so bad that we can all we can live tweet it together as we all watch it as one at yeah. some point because that was what made Sharknado such a cultural moment. You know what I mean? Was that everybody? Is that the one Tara Reid was in? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think she was. <laughs> yeah, she was in the first one, I believe. Uh, okay. Then there was two and three, but the first one was like people were live tweeting as it was on, and it just became this mm-hmm. like this like moment you know what i mean like like yeah. i remember i remember that night watching sharknado and just making fun of how bad it was the entire time <laughs> right uh, by the way the guy yeah. the winter what was his name someone winter alex winter yes is that the other guy in bill and ted yes he's the one that's not keanu reeves <laughs> what, what other movie is he in uh well he was in uh lost boys he was like one of the characters in lost boys oh, okay. he was he was he had his own movie uh freaked that was really good. I like that movie a lot. Uh, it's from. It has a uh, Randy Quaid in it. It's from like 1993. Never heard of it. Yeah, it, it's good. I don't know. I like Alex Winter is a cool guy. Uh, all right. Hey, you got anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Uh, all I wanted to say is uh, I'm, it's glad to be back. I think we had a great time. We once we got past those audio issues, you know, it was it was smooth sailing. You know, Look, what I'm the man wants to keep us down. We're not going to let him. That's right. And sooner or later, we're going to be doing these in the same place, uh, so we don't it's have to worry be, about those audio issues anyway. Don't even have to worry about it. I can just, you know, right there in real time. Exactly. Um, reach. Yes. Uh, by the way, thanks uh, uh, to everybody who's like came back and watched again. Uh, I know we were off for a couple of weeks. So we'll be back again next week. Uh, I will say, I'd like to say this before we go, Dave. If you yes. have a if you have a medical issue, I don't want to get too uh, in depth on what happened. If you have a medical issue, make sure you go get it taken care of. Don't let it sit and linger. I know as guys, especially. We tend uh-huh. to, oh, it'll get better on its own, or I don't want to see the doctor, or whatever. I mean, this is a, it's a pretty common thing among guys, you know what I mean? Um, I had mm-hmm. something an issue that I probably let linger too long in the beginning, and then went and doctors didn't take it seriously enough for a while, and it turned out to be a huge, huge issue. Um, it almost killed me like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever it was, um, and I'm still on the mend from it. So make sure you're going and getting stuff checked out if you have anything going on with yourself because. Uh, you could end up passing out at your house and getting rushed to the hospital like I did and being stuck in the hospital for five days during a fucking pandemic when no one can come and talk to you and you're just bored out of your goddamn mind. So, uh, yeah, you got well, I'm, glad, I'm glad I'm glad you're doing better, Matt. It's really, I was really glad to see you back. Seriously. Appreciate it, Dave. Uh, always appreciate doing the show with you. And next mm-hmm. week we promise I can't actually can't promise that, but we're going to try to make this better next week and try to make no technical difficulties. No promises though. Zero. Zero. Zero promises. All right, Dave, we're out of here. We'll talk to everybody next week. This will be up. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. That's the one thing I forgot. If you left the funny review, we'll get back to those next week. Leave some kind of review. Even if you don't really listen to the show and someone just tells you, hey, if you leave a review, they'll read it on the show. Just go leave a That's review. That's right. 
You don't even have to Go listen to the it. show. Yeah, no problem. What's whatsoever. stopping you? It's free. Exactly. It's like five <laughs> minutes of entertainment. Just write something crazy on there. All right. Yeah, at, yeah. At members only Dave on Twitter. Uh, is that your uh, Instagram as well? Yes. All right. On uh, both of them. Yes. At members only Dave. Yes. Same thing for me at Will Burge. Follow us there. We appreciate you. We love you. We'll talk to you next week. See you guys. Have a good one.